Hi everyone. Welcome back to the Happy Monday Podcast. My name is Evan Macknick, and this is the podcast to get your week started off right. We pick some great news that you may have missed from the previous week, and a new episode drops every Monday, so make sure and hit that subscribe button. On this episode, we have a special guest. Seth Andrews from The Thinking Atheist is on to tell us a heartwarming story about how he turned the loss of his two dogs into something positive for the Tulsa community. Hi, Seth. Thanks for taking the time to join me on the Happy Monday podcast. Hey, it's good to be here. Thanks so much for the invite. All right, before we get started, uh, why don't you tell the audience a little bit about yourself? Well, I am um, a broadcaster. I am an activist. I'm a producer. I am a public speaker. I'm one of those guys who's got my fingers in a lot of different pies, so to speak. Uh, I'm also a big animal lover, which is, I guess, one of the reasons that we're sharing stories tonight. But, um, you know, I, I did a lot of years of FM radio as a religious person and came out of that faith. And uh, now I'm at a point where I'm sort of on the other side of the looking glass. I'm an atheist <laughs> activist. And so I host an atheist podcast called The Thinking Atheist. Of course, The Thinking Atheist is not a person. It is uh, a symbol that encourages us all to use reason over faith when trying to determine what is true. And I've been doing that since, uh, oh gosh, 20, the broadcast from 2010. I've been an activist since 2009. So just hit 10 years and still kicking. Yeah, 10 years. There we go. <laughs> um, so I wanted to bring you on the podcast to talk about the Henry van because I absolutely love the story. Um, mm -hmm. But it actually starts about five years ago. Can you tell us about when you first met Henry? Yeah, we had a, a dog that I called rat dog because I, I, <laughs> I grew up with, you know, German shepherds and that kind of thing. You know, I had great Danes for uh, 12 years, you know, big 160 pound plus dogs. And, and so Natalie had a, uh, this little Yorkie four pounds named Tootsie. <laughs> and I used to joke, this not a, you know, it's not a dog, it's a rat, you know, and I love the dog, yeah. by the way, um, but it would just call it rat dog. And it took off. I talked about rat dog on the radio and and rat dog developed a fan base all over the world. And <laughs> uh, we decided to find a companion for her, you know, something small. The Humane Society was doing a rescue here in town. And and we thought, well, you know, let's go see and let's see if we can find something that's compatible size wise and maybe personality wise. And mm -hmm. They had this uh, tremendously awful hoarding situation going on, a puppy mill in a suburb of Tulsa, Oklahoma. They had 103 dogs that were in a single wide mobile home in deplorable conditions. It was just awful. Wow. These people breed these dogs for money. And they don't care about the welfare or of the dogs at all. They just let them live in suffering and misery and then make a buck. It's disgusting. And, yeah. and the Humane Society went in and they had a big intervention. They rescued the animals and rehabilitated them and they needed to find loving homes. And so Natalie and I were there and we kind of told them what we were looking for. And we picked up, I don't know how many dogs. And they went to the back and they brought out this dog that really hadn't even been prepared to be like shown or anything, you know, he was in pretty <laughs> rough shape. And uh, he just melted into us and uh, we said yes. And uh -huh. so he, they had, you know, they assign names 
but I'm sure after doing thousands of dogs, they were just desperate. And I think they called yeah. him William. And we looked at him, we're like, his name is not William. His name no. is Henry. Um, and uh, we we named him. I think I think we named him that night after we took him home. And he was, you know, three point six pounds of of just surrender. He just it's like he knew what he'd come out of. Right. And knew that he had been rescued and we just, it was just amazing. You know, the connection we had, I did a short video about his rescue. His collar had a number on it of the 103 dogs. He was number 90. So I did a video called saving number 90. Oh, wow. And uh, you can see him from the beginning when he's kind of neurotic and running around and his hair is overgrown in his face and he's scared and, and you see him rehabilitated into this dog that's got the best of everything. You know, he's living yeah. in the, the hotel day Andrews with uh, soft bedding and peanut butter treats and car <laughs> rides and and warm laps and and tummy rub. I mean, just uh, it was amazing. Yeah. And uh, so he and Rat Dog, Henry and Rat Dog became so freaking popular among my audience that they actually ended up with their own page at my website at and tab just oh, nice. for them. <laughs> so, you know, you see, um, video and you'll see photographs and we, we sort of told their story and people all over the world took them personally. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that was the story of, uh, of Henry. That was five years ago in gosh, I guess, March, something okay. along those lines is when he was rescued. So that's the introduction to the story. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, then uh, take us back to this winter. I guess it was about January. Um, kind of tell us what happened there. Well, it's, um, you know, nothing we'd planned for. Um, a lot of the dogs that are rescued have really, really, really bad periodontal disease. And mm. uh, we'd been putting off trying to, like, we didn't know what to do you know, do you go in and t take the teeth out or, or what, but his teeth were getting to be pretty bad. And, and the veterinarian recommended, uh, surgery to go in and remove these teeth, um, to keep other worse issues from happening ostensibly. And, and so, uh, we took him in, dropped him off for periodontal surgery and he died on the table. And, uh, it was a very, very dark day for us. It was, uh, it's hard to describe for those who don't really get, I mean, some people are like, oh, it's just a dog. And those people who have animals in their lives as part of their families know that it's never just a dog. Right. Um, there are many ways, in many ways, these animals are actually more interwoven into your lives than other people on your family tree and people you've known in a different capacity. I mean, they Absolutely. are your routine. They are always with you. They are unconditional love. You plan your life around them, they're your vacations around them. And, um, so we were, we were devastated. It was really, really a tough time. And, and, um, coincidentally, two weeks after that, uh, Tootsie had a stroke and we lost mm -hmm. her. We were a little bit more in control there. We actually made the decision to put her to sleep and we were with her at her last moments. But as you yeah. can imagine, you know, you kick off 2019 and you just feel like the year has conspired to kick you in the gut. You know? <laughs> yeah. But, so it's uh, a lot know, to happen right away. After uh, we lost Henry, we, um, you know, I, I went on, I did a, a video describing, I mean, I, 
it's interesting because people wanted to know what happened and what yeah. can we do and um so i just told the story in this very raw video where i'm bawling my eyes out you know tra- going <laughs> through those moment by moments i'm i'm in pretty rough shape but I, I was saying you know this can't be the final memory we have for henry you know him dying on the table like this we yeah. we i so I'd call the Humane Society in Tulsa, Oklahoma, and I said, look, do you have a need? Is there something we could do in his memory? And they said, well, we have this van. It's like 20 years old. It's sitting out in the lot. It has to be jump-started just to get it off the lot, and you have to jump-start it on location to drive it back. There's no air conditioning, so you can't use it in the hot summer months. Um it's just, uh, you know, it was just nobody wanted to use it. And it was, in many ways, almost unusable. They'd gotten 20 years out of it, but it was dead, you know? Right, right. And uh, they're like, you know, we think we can get a, a, a used van or something for $15,000. And I said, perfect. Let's, let's do that. If we, if we got you the money for a van, you think we could dedicate it? And they said, that's what we do. They say that uh, every vehicle they have is actually named after an animal. You know, they'll have the, the uh, I don't know, the, the biscuit van and the rover van and the, you know, whatever your dog's name is, van. Yeah. And uh, they'll have their names or photographs on it. And they said that would be part of the package. And I thought, good, we're in. I, you know, whatever we can do. And uh, so, you know, I just did a live video stream. And uh, kind of said, would you, you know, if his if his story has marked you and if you would like to be part of giving him some kind of a legacy, this van will be used to rescue animals across the state of Oklahoma and beyond for who knows how many years. And it will allow us kind of a second chapter. And I, I, I yeah. gave 500 bucks and said, look, I'll do the first 500. And do you think you can get us to 15? You know, I have an audience of a pretty sizable audience. I was thinking everybody would give just a little bit. Right. And, um, you know, we, exp- I was thinking five, six days and we'll hit $15,000. Natalie was terrified that, you know, we were <laughs> asking too much. And she was like, I'm going to go get loans. I'm going to go get out loans and we'll get that 15, even <laughs> if I have to go into debt. Yeah. And, uh, you know, she was making all these plans thinking oh, we'll make this happen. And, um, we we didn't raise fifteen thousand dollars in five days, thanks to the beautiful people in the listening and viewing audience. We raised uh, over thirty four thousand dollars in one day. Oh my goodness! And um, so, of course, the Humane Society of Tulsa was—they were like us, uh, just beside themselves with good for goodness' sake, seeing this yeah. overwhelming gesture of love and kindness, and and uh, they. You know, they found a van. Uh, they bought a beautiful new van that was larger than the one they were going to get, which means they can transport more animals. It's uh, got, um, it's going to have, I think they've already got it installed, uh, an air conditioner on the roof so that Not the nice. animals will never be, you know, in a hot car. And it's also able, you can plug it in remotely so that when you're on location, you can turn the car off and just plug the air conditioner into an outside source and the van stays cool for all the animals and we'll have insulation in the walls. So oh, that's that perfect. It's, it's one of those things where, you know, they're not going to, in the month of August when it's 105 degrees, <laughs> they're not going to be in a metal van in danger. They're actually going to be able to, to travel 
for many of them for the first time in comfort. And yeah. um, so they did a wrap. Uh, we were in on the design. We helped approve the design of the wrap for the exterior. It's a blue van. It has the Humane Society of Tulsa logo with the paw print and the website that says Tulsa Pets. And then there's this big picture of uh, Henry, which I didn't realize when I took it, but it was the last picture I ever took of him. It was in we oh, were wow. kitchen and he was looking up at me and he did this little head cock and I just, oh, that's cute. And I reached down and I took my phone and it's not a high res photograph. It, the light wasn't great. Um, but I it mean, was, it never ends with a, with a little dog. So either, it, you just, know? it just worked out. You know, it's one of those things where even the imperfections in the photographs added somewhat to the charm of it. Yeah. And as big as day on the side of the van, there's Henry looking up with his head cocked from that last photograph. And then we have Tootsie on the back as well. And on the top of uh, the van on each side and the top, there's a lining and it says, it has the saying, rescued by a few, loved by thousands. Wow. And I think that's the legacy that, uh, you know, we were hoping for. And so now, you know, that van, we've seen it at the airport. It's transporting animals that are going to other rescues out of state. It's bringing animals in. It's going to, you know, hoarding and puppy mill situations locally and regionally. It is already being part of saving and rescuing in Henry's name. And little Tootsie gets to go along for the ride as well. And we feel honored and tremendously moved by, by what has happened. And um, so their legacy is out there and it's working and will continue to do what it does for years and years and years. Thanks to the kindness and goodness and generosity of so many people from all around the world who they all gave what they could and made something very special happen. And, and for the next chapter, it was, we weren't ready to adopt again, but it was, uh, the director of uh, the Humane Society said to Natalie and me, she said, well, I have, uh, I have your next dog. <laughs> and we were like, yeah, we're not ready. You know, we're raw. We're raw. Right. We're not ready. We're, it's just too soon. It's too soon. It felt like a betrayal, you know? And, um, then finally we're like, well, well, you know, what's he like? Uh, like, you know, all right, we'll go see him. <laughs> uh, okay, we'll come back later and see him again. And then that's how they get you in there, right? <laughs> and he was very special. Uh, and we ended up bringing him home. Oh, we'll bring him home for a weekend. And then we realized, of course, that we there's no way we could give him back. And, um, you know, he's it looks, I think they think he's a multi poo, Maltese poodle mix. Uh -huh. He's about six pounds, and we named him Linus, and he now has his own page at my website at <laughs> SethAndrews.net. He's, you know, he, we rescued him from a hoarding situation, but at a time when we were in a really dark place, he helped to rescue us. He has brought joy and laughter back into this house, and he is just a, a tail-wagging, big-eyed, <laughs> fun, funny, uh, tremendously affectionate little guy that has, uh, he just stole our hearts all over again, you know? Yeah. And, and I think he really helped us to, to start that next chapter. You know, yeah. he, he helped us to, to be able to remember Toots and Henry without as much pain and with more fondness. And, uh, and now we can look in him and we see actually sort of echoes of them. You know, he's, he looks a little bit like Henry and he rolls over on his back like Henry and, and melts into your lap like, like Henry. 
And he's also smart and kind of feisty and playful and a little bit willful like Tootsie. It's like he's got attributes right. from both of them. So it's like part of their legacies carried on. So oh, that's really cool. He's, uh, you know, he's, he's precious. And uh, we're just honored to be able to uh, have, you know, to have had the time we had with Toots and Henry and to see the legacy move on with rescue in their names. It's, you know, it's terrible what people do to these animals. And oh, yeah. I'm so proud of the Humane Society for their amazing and tireless and kind and good-hearted work that they're doing all across the state and beyond they are the tr they are the heroes you know we just we were a small part of their story so, oh wow yeah yeah that's, that's just amazing <laughs> the way it all just kind of goes around and comes around again huh it was really special it was really special and it was made possible by so many wonderful people and if they stumble across this you know again i thank them thank you for for uh, the gift that you've given Natalie and me. And uh, and really, honestly, you, this all helped to make Linus's rescue possible as well. So his second uh -huh. chapter, he's gone from a, an emaciated state, malnourished, um, you know, covered in urine and feces and all that. And now he's, he's clean and mean and fun and he loves to stick his head out the window and go through the drive-through and, and, you know, everything's his favorite thing. And that was made yeah. possible by our, uh, our wonderful listeners and really our family all around the world. Oh, wow. yeah, that really is great. Yeah. All right. Uh, before we sign off, um, do you want to go ahead and tell everyone where they can find out more about you, kind of plug your pluggables? Yeah, I mean, if you're interested, um, my personal website is sethandrews.net. You can see a list of just kind of the basics about me and what I do. Uh, of course, Linus's page is there. We've also got a link on Linus's page to the archived Henry and Rat Dog page. I'm not going to delete that sucker. That's hmm. you know, it's still a wonderful page. And if you're interested in my work as an activist, uh, you can go to thethinkingatheist.com. I have a link to the videos that I produce. We've done 450-ish podcasts over the past nine years, and you can listen to those. They're all in the archive on Spreaker, but available via the website. I've written three books. Uh, but mostly, you know, just thanks for listening. Thanks for being a, a part of the conversation here and the story of uh, Henry and Toots and, and now Linus. It's a real honor. Mm, thank you. Yeah. I'll go ahead and put the links in the show notes for your stuff. And also, uh, I did... Go ahead and scrounge a picture of the Henry van. So I'll, I'll link to that as well on the, uh, their Facebook page. I'm honored. Thank you so much. All right. Thanks for joining me. All right. It's a pleasure. Thank you. All right. That does it for this episode of the Happy Monday podcast. Make sure to check the show notes for Seth's links and also to see a picture of the actual Henry van. I'd like to thank our ecstatic level patron, John Magnick and our top patron, Rich Macknick. If you like what you heard and want to join them, please consider becoming a patron at patreon.com slash happymonday or on our anchor page. If you can't contribute financially, please rate and review the podcast. And if you have some friends who you think would love some great news, make sure and share it with them. You can get in touch on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, and check out our new website, happymonday.online. If you have a story that would be good for a future episode, send an email to happymondaypodcast at gmail.com. Thank you for listening, and here's the Happy Monday quote of the week from Hosea Ballou. Tears of joy are like the summer raindrops pierced by sunbeams. <laughs>